Yeah, I, I spent two hours down at the new location today. How are we looking? Uh, we're, we're framed. We're all framed up. Woo! So you can see where the offices are. You can see the new studio area. All that was done. And then at some point, I need to bring in Mark Onwild to tell the story. Because we were recording. You know, This is where we are in this thing. And Jay, so I'm reco- I'm inside recording kind of a selfie. Hey, this is where we are. And I know Mark's going to come and do it, but Mark's outside filming. And as we're, as I'm filming, I hear the loudest, strangest tirade I've ever heard. I thought dude was coming in the door after me. Like I was like, who is this person yelling at me and why? And so I walked outside and dude was right there at the corner, of, you know, 11th and 8, 11th and 0. And he is on a tirade. That come to find out later, Mark recorded, dude. <laughs> and this time, Jay, what was he mad at? You why you ain't go talk to him? I I did. I went out like I literally just stood there, and I'm like, you you good, bro? And he was. I, I still don't know who he's mad at. We need to bring Mark in because Mark had a like who I don't know who he was mad at, uh, or who he thought he was speaking to, but he was speaking so loud that quickly. Lincoln's finest showed up, <laughs> right? And, and dude didn't care. <laughs> Jay, he looked Mr. Officer dead square in the face and continued his tirade about you ain't bleep and your mother ain't bleep and this is BS. And I'm looking at Mark and we, I'm like that dude just randomly on the street in Lincoln. I'm just like, Y'all need to be careful out there. Yeah, I wouldn't have recorded them. Mark, I, I didn't know that Mark recorded until we got eye. back here. Yeah, well, that, that them type of people, you can't make eye contact. <laughs> well, Mark, he was he was shooting the outside panels, right? And he's and dude walked into Mark's shot and began yelling. And I didn't know that Mark recorded all of it until we got back here because I was back in the office and Mark was in his office and I heard it. And Rico heard it and lost his mind and i'm like oh my goodness that's this dude from down the street <laughs> so we need to put oh he jay he was <sighs> i i felt bad because i wanted to help i'm like bro are you okay but he was <laughs> on something yeah you know you should have known he wasn't all right no he he was not all right and he came he cared less i mean do you think malachi coleman plays in the first year uh, I think we'll see him in weeks three and four. Oh, you think he's going to do four weeks? Do you think he, do you think, do you think, well, I mean, you got, you know, you got Doss from Kansas City because he, he's he cold blooded. Right. Well, they, and you hear coaches talk about, it, they like, they like Doss. I, I think Malachi offers a thing that they have said is the future of Nebraska wide receiver play track guys with length who can stretch the field. And what we saw in spring game was that this was a possession-based passing passing plan, assuming it's the basics, and that's really what it was. If you need a field stretcher, some of these track dudes got to show up for you. Yeah, but do you do? You, I mean, do you play a guy at that point in time with all the dudes that they got? Do you just say, like, who do you? How do you choose who you play for four games, or who do you have on there? Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure if you're doing it that you got you that it's worth their their red or you know them not red shirting. 
Well, if he shows up as a as a kick returner, as a kickoff returner, right? So we we saw him in high school. Yes, he's running at different levels of talent in the Big Ten than he would, you know, at Lincoln East. But what he did on the field was different as a kick returner. Also, him stretching the field that with his speed, even in the Big Ten, his size and speed. If they run him on even as a decoy for four routes and burn out a corner and a safety by having to cover it, he has value to this offense. Like I would imagine Mark Satterfield, no matter who the quarterback is, going, yeah, well, because, the, the, you know, we can win a couple that we maybe don't deserve with a receiver of that size. I mean, you tell me as a linebacker, if they bring out fresh legs and a long burner, and put it outside. Doesn't that affect the way you immediately mentally defend? Yeah, but I mean, if it's if it's not really like something that's who's their field in their DNA, DNA. Well, Marcus Washington can run. Um, I feel like that's Betts's job to lose. Betts. Maybe it shouldn't be, but I feel like he's the prototype they're going like for. Divert, divert yeah. guy. He has that track speed. Yeah, I mean, Betts is legit. It's just more or less getting him back. And I still think he's not in football shape yet, and rightfully so. But that's what a great. That's what you is, need. Is, really is good. He, is he good time. in the scholarship count situation? Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's in there. I mean, I think he. They must. He must have. Shown, I don't. I've never heard. I, I haven't li- listened to Coach Rule what he said about him, or if, or if he spoke about him. That's like for, they, that's for they, Garrett they put McGuire. out IGC. Like that's they for, did. A, they did a lot of press on IGC. Right, um, but the IGC had stuff to say in the one last year, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think that. For these young guys, yeah, it's great to say you playing as a freshman, but at the end of the day, are you really playing? Like, it's it's one thing to be playing, another thing to part be participating. And then you just wasted a whole freshman year. And now you now when we talk about remember when I talk about you're, you're behind and playing catch up. Now you really are behind now. Now the guys, I mean, let, let's just let's just be one hundred here. Amari Cooper and Julio Jones, I, I, in my opinion, were the two most polished freshman receivers I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. A long time. Mm-hmm. They they looked like seniors, and their route running was stupendous. Both of them, top five, top six picks. Mm-hmm. They didn't start. Smith at, at Philly, he didn't start as a freshman. He didn't play as a freshman. Trey didn't start. Trade as a freshman, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean... Playing receiver takes some time, man. It does. It takes because it's one thing that you bet you. And if you're only going to be primarily a kick returner and then a field stretcher, boy, in this day and age where you really don't get to return kicks, you be it better be on the level of Devin Hester to be make it worth it to you as the player in the team. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, so I'm reading some of the from the some of the text from the YouTube stream and. A lot of the questions, right, about what <laughs> what things do against that. I always like. I love if I'm going to be the offense coordinator. I spend most of my time with defensive coaches, and because what would make you uncomfortable? So asking a linebacker, okay, what's the best way for me to use this guy against you? Like, who's going to affect the you? middle of the field? But that's where your tight ends. That's where you're like the most. I feel like the most consistent and explosive offenses right and let's just look at the pros um tight end position is is i think you know obviously i think new england made it 
sexy to have two tight ends before they, you know, with Gronk and the knucklehead. But when Gronk really was was doing it, and then obviously down in um, Tampa, you think of Kansas City, um, you think even the Raiders tight end. So the tight ends and the ability to attack the middle of the field, number one, is the most efficient. Okay. Okay. Even though potentially there could be more defenders there with two linebackers, but you have matchup problems. We're talking about tight ends now on a small side um are six two and a half majority of them are six four plus and can run their catch radius so that means your accuracy doesn't have to be as good but then your completion percentage ideally would go up so then so whether you do it with tight ends or whether you do it with play calling when you go back and look at south carolina when they really took off and it was the night they played tennessee i think was the level routes that they ran the crossing routes that they ran then they were getting physical on outside with, I call them smoke screens, you know, jailbreak screen, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did, whoever, it just, whatever you want to call them, now routes or whatever, that allowed them to really be physical out there. Now they did it by moving the pocket, having number 44 that was there. I felt like he did a really good job of protecting the edges on play side. Um, and then the level routes, which you were able to, cross the, the the in front of the linebacker or the secondary or the second level um defender <clears throat> excuse me see if he takes the cheese and then you're throwing to an area right so if you're coming from the left side throwing it to the right side you know you're throwing it right at the hash no farther than right past the hash because if it gets to the numbers he's going to be knocked out and it might be an interception well you catch that break one tackle hit the sideline cock the head back strike up the band you start doing that type of stuff and those type of players first, right? Does it matter if it's Jeff Sims or Casey Thompson to do what you just described? That on-time, in-place throw with accuracy right. Well, we, see, we, know, we know one quarterback, obviously healthy, that can do that, and that's Casey, whether mm-hmm. whether people want to recognize it or not. Right. And that, that's and that's factual. And he did it without uh, running for his life a lot of times. <laughs> Thrown on the run. That that play against uh, Northwestern, play make, against Rutgers. Like, well, the one Northwestern yeah. team making chicken salad, a chicken doo doo, mm-hmm. um, and we've seen a little bit from Sims in the in the uh, uh, spring game. You saw Sims being able to reverse roll out there, look the pass, and he threw, I think two to Marcus Washington. No, I know one that was kind of like the level route got to him. He had to slide and stuff like that. So he's got two guys that that can do that, and. Sims is the better runner. He's bigger, faster. I don't know if he's faster, but he's bigger. And, and let's be honest, he's probably faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Casey can pick him up and put him down. Yeah, that's, they one, that's one thing that really surprised me last year when I when I saw him at practice when he decided to accelerate. I did. I just assume from what everybody said that he's only a pocket passer, right? Casey Casey's a phenomenal athlete. If we can get him to slide and 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 stay in the lineup. Then I'll I'll ask you on a on a fifty fifty to zero one hundred scale, what's the likelihood in your mind that Casey comes back? I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know the situation. I mean, that's his personal business. I'm sure as he's gone along in the rehab process, I'm sure people have put feelers out there. I, yes. I, I don't know. Th- that they, is a statement of truth. Right. I'm like, sure. You, they, you ain't and I don't know who they, I don't know how it works, okay. but I'm just assuming that people put feelers out there. And especially when they've seen him, 
you know, through the pre-practice stuff, seen him throw some. So then they can kind of project, okay, yeah, he, okay, he's right on time. Ask You could ask your trainers. Okay, he had this surgery around this time. He's in spring ball throwing. It looks like it's a pretty good, you know, velocity for, I don't know, 15-yard throw. Okay, well, is this, what is, how does this correlate to what you would do with one of, you know, a player that we have in our program? So you can start projecting some. I mean, I'm sure people have put feelers out there. Would he, you know, if he would be willing to leave? I think Katie's or Casey's a, a a competitive person. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised. I know. Coming, I know him, four schools him coming back that showed interest. Now I don't know whether right. what his conversations with Matt Rule, yeah, and Marcus Satterfield are. Yeah, but, I mean, those but, are the ones that they got. I, I would never. I I, I would. I would think I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back back and, and competes because I, th- I truly think Casey's not afraid of competition. He, he faced it down in Texas. And if he has other opportunities, I think as he gets along in the rehab process and stuff like that, he can have some more frank conversations because I'm sure he's a graduate. So he can actually transfer at any point in time after, you know, in the summer. So I I would, I would hope he'd be, be back because, as you know, you need two quarterbacks. I think it would make Jeff Sims and or him better than going into a competition. I don't think by any means it will be 100% one quarterback playing if those two are on the roster. It, 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 for the case, is too good to be just Well, I would at. think that the way they're talking about Harburg, that, that his run option, his run pass option becomes a thing that they could package up. Same thing with Chuba. I I'm surprised. I have to be honest. I have to be I'm slightly surprised that Torres and Smothers both went into the portal right away. Like I'm slightly surprised by that. Why? Of all the people here, similar types of quarterbacks. Torres got the biggest arm. Yeah, like he has the biggest but... arm. I thought that that the best athlete pre Jeff Sims was Logan Smothers. I mean, he was the legit track guy. So I thought, okay, too many similar types is what I thought. So I was slightly surprised. And then I'm Sean not, Hardy, not, I wasn't I'm, surprised I'm by. I'm not surprised by either yeah. Logan or, or Torres because Torres probably has, probably didn't get a lot of reps because you got to deal with the competition and with the emergence of Harburg all through camp, number one. Number two, Logan Smothers has it was said that he has an option to come back so that's a conversation that was led probably by the coach hey you want to get back home or close to home no hard feeling we understand because look he's played before so i'm sure he once he got a little bit of taste of starting and he i think he gained a lot of confidence getting thrown into the iowa game and essentially had the iowa game one yeah okay so he's proven a lot of people wrong and proven a lot to himself so if he wants to go play then i so i'm not surprised by that I'm surprised Chubb is not in there. That's Fair. that's that's probably the most surprising that he's not in there. Okay. Number one, because he's so young. Mm-hmm. Number two, the emergence of Harburg. But I think some uh, and and the only reason I would say okay, I understand where you're coming from, is because they'd be waiting to see what Casey does. Because if Casey just just say Casey decided to go to Auburn. <laughs> Auburn, Virginia, or something. Just say Washington some, State. somewhere. Say uh, Casey decided to go somewhere. You know, Arizona. Somewhere. Uh, we... He tried to go like say if he went somewhere, right? Oklahoma State. Uh, we... Then 
then it oh then it opens <laughs> sorry then it opens the competition to all hypothetical all hypotheticals all just off the cuff <laughs> then it then it opens up then it opens up number two three four then the, then it, the competition behind jeff sims essentially jeff sims is locked in regardless of what they want to say he's locked in number one if casey's gone then everything behind him now that competition ramps up Oh, there's so much depth to it, so much, so much deepness to it. Um, it's not even over yet. Well, like, there's so many. Other, What's like, the number you, we at, man? So you're at 92. Austin, where are we at? Now it's got to be lower than 92. It was 92 yesterday. You remind? No, it was you, 95. 95 yesterday. 95 yesterday. Now it's at 92, and you you got four quarterbacks in the room. That's that's all, four quarterbacks plus we got Young Woch uh, from IMG Academy as 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 your walk on. Um, you've got six running backs. Uh, Anthony Grant, Ramir Johnson, Gabe Urban Jr., A.J. Allen, Emmett Johnson, and Quentin Ives. You have 11 wide receivers, six tight ends, uh, and then 14 offensive linemen. 